Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Good morning, Trisha Lewis. How are you? I am very good, and thank you for having me. Is La- there a gilded fo- framed photo of you somewhere in Cork other than in your mother's house? Like, I mean... There isn't, but by the end of the week, there definitely there, should there be. There should be, absolutely there should be. Uh, last time we met was on the set of the Today Show with yeah. Dahi and Maura, and uh, you were cooking me a lovely beef curry. Yeah, which was nearly del- blew the head off you. Which was delicious. Look. No, it was just the right amount. Dave likes things spicier than me. I do. I'm a bit of a wimp when it comes to spice. I like it. I like things with a kick, and that's about as much as I can handle. I like there to be an initial kick, and then a residual fireball. That's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, that sounds, oh, yeah! There it is. A kick and then a boot. Yeah, that's exactly what I uh, So how are you getting on? I didn't know you had a knife collection. Yeah, uh, no. I guess it, you, it's a brand. Like, you, you sell knives. It's not as if you just have a load of samurai swords on the wall yeah. in your basement. She drives around to every car boot sale there is, opens up the boot and goes, there's a lot of knives, yeah. lads. Who wants that? Listen, don't knock it yet because you, you don't know do what could happen. Yeah. yeah, what makes a good um, knife? So a good knife is basically, I suppose, with my background as chef in, um, a bad workman can't blame their tools, but they can when it's a bad knife. So (laughs) if you're like trying to do a nice chopped carrot and it's gone left and right, then that's not good. So it needs to be a light balance with the kind of flexible blade and the Portuguese steel makes it really, really good because they're durable Mm. and flexible and just... Something that's light and durable is what you want. There's no point having 100 knives. We're not going to use them. Mm. It's like having 100 red buyers. Have one good red buyer and one as a backup. Same <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, maybe I should have done a marketing plan. As I'm saying it, I'm like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Tell us about though, the, how you came to have a knife collection. Because you, you did chef for years. Yeah. And then how do you now have a situation where you're no longer a chef, but you've got a knife collection? So I suppose the pandemic hit and then we all kind of shut up for the two weeks yeah. and I never went back. So once the, everything reopened, I kind of branched into the influencing and kind of the corporate speaking. And then I was like, I'd love to have a product. And yeah. I suppose like, if you look at my 10 here today, like most, <laughs> most influencers bring out 10, I look like I came out of the bog. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think I'm going to do 10. I'm going to do 10. And then I was like, what am I good at? And I'm good at chopping. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'm going to do knives. And it was genuinely like, yeah, this yeah. bit is done now. The thought happened like when I was on a walk and then I was like, what will I do? And then just bit by bit, um, I got it there. And then eventually through the jigs and the reels I decided to design them nearly like cookbooks so they're sharp but stylish because ah, nice. books uh, knives can be very kind of boring Yeah, at least these ways are pretty and they live up by your cookbooks and they're gorgeous and tell us then what's the brand name Sharp by Trisha Lewis. Sharp by Trisha Lewis. Yeah. So keep an eye out for them. Yeah. yeah. Sharp, former sponsor of Man United, Dave. You love this. <laughs> That's working right. on so many levels. <laughs> You're a massive United fan, aren't you? Oh, God. I, I don't think I. Oh, yes, I, I'm going to say I am because I know of a jersey. But no, I hang on. Were you not an old Trafford? I was. Oh, so hang on. Are you like, you just were brought over or what? <laughs> no, I brought my godson over for Christmas. Okay. And it was amazing. Loved it. Now it was the Southampton game. Look oh. at me acting like I know what I'm talking about. The so, game where we went down to 10 men and, and then nil all draw. Yeah, and yeah. people were really angry around me I was like what's happening this is meant to be fun and they were like where's that ref from he supports Liverpool I was like yeah he does doesn't he <laughs> uh, but it was amazing it was a great experience and did your nephew enjoy it oh he had a ball what age is he he's eight okay. nine oh wow so was it the first time in Old Trafford no it's his third oh I see so I hope way, he doesn't choke any silver spoons someday <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like it though I brought all my kids over when they were six okay. and just said look you're six years old for your sixth birthday you're going to Old Trafford and honestly they've just had such an amazing time over there the atmosphere was insane yeah
It's yeah. unreal. Really By the is. end, I was like, it was 100% offside. And yeah, and and then, then you had a jersey and all. So, yeah. like, yeah. And now when I wear it, people are like, oh, go on, the red, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, the red devils. I'm like, what's happening? Do I say the reds? <laughs> there, there's an up the F and reds, is what you should say. With it. It's up to you whether you say the F and part. UTFR is what you need. Come here, there's a big movement, just to put your chef's hat on for a few minutes, a big movement at the moment towards slow cookers and air fryers. And I guess it's easy preparation of meals mm. or easy cooking. You know, for people like me who are kind of idiots in the kitchen, I found the slow cooker great because it's a kind of a safe entrance way into cooking. And I, I like to fling it all in the one pot and, and, you know, you can smell it throughout the day and it's great. But do you think it's, you know, as a chef, is it? do you kind of lament the dumbing down of cooking almost? No, not necessarily, because if it makes your life easier, then go for it. Like, yeah. life is too short to be trying to worry about it. But I'm not the biggest fan of a slow cooker for one to two portions. So for myself, I don't have kids, so I'm not, I'm not going to put any portion of the bolognese in the morning because I'm one. It'll be gone by the evening. <laughs> and that's going to be counterproductive to me. Um, so I prefer the pot, but I understand when my sister's, when they put on curries and karmas and stuff in the morning, so handy. Now, but I am an air fryer fan. I'm, okay. oh... Air fryer, slow What's cooker. Who am I saving? Air- slow cooker's dead. <laughs> What's your favourite air fryer recipe? Everything. Let's. I nearly throw myself into. It is just. I love like like I did prawns pill pill tonight in it. Right. You can do roast potatoes. You can do chips. You can do chicken breast. It, like see the thing with the air fryer. A lot of things people think it's just dry heat. Yeah. But if you add a cup of water in, it creates a steam. So it's nearly like mm. a steamer as well. So you can right. do vegetables. Everything. How did you do the prawn pill pill in? That's one of my favourite dishes. Um. So what I did was in a separate pen <laughs> as per usual a chef needs a hundred things yeah. so in a separate pen I just put my oil garlic ginger chilli mm. and then I put my prawns in roasted in there for at 200 degrees for maybe 10 minutes and then put those into the prawns pill pen so what it did was it created a kind of a lovely crisp to the outside yes. but they were still nice and tender ooh nice mm. I'm I hungry I'd like to make that things now tonight and interestingly Dermot like uh, there was I, I got an air uh, a, a slow cooker I think it possibly even before Dermot or you had one you hadn't used it and then I was like I'm going to use the thing and then mine, my wife melted it it's a long story okay. she, she melted the front of the slow cooker I got it fixed then it was ready to go then things got in the way life it just didn't happen the first recipe was going and then eventually I got all the stuff ready to do it it didn't work and since then this guy's turned into the world's best slow cooker chef he's non-stop in there I, I say world's best can I just temper this please because I know my wife is listening I, I've literally made like five things <laughs> but that's five more <laughs> than I ever did before usual. yeah yeah exactly um, so listen people will know you obviously from Trisha's transformation um, all your online stuff but also the books the books were massive sellers I yeah. know this because your book was out the same time as mine, so I used to keep seeing you at the top of the bestsellers list. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Trisha? <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I guess in some ways people, you know, when they say, oh, Trisha's transformation, which would mean like, oh, I transformed and now everything's done. My life is yeah. perfect. But we're, we're works in progress. Yeah. So so what parts of yourself do you think you're, you're still working on or still... Uh, enjoying um, transforming. I think when I first started, and I think that I'd love to put a disclaimer in teach of the book now, be like, I mightn't believe this in a couple of years. <laughs> With health, you kind of think it changes as you go and yeah. I started to learn more about myself. So what I thought I started out initially was a weight loss journey. It actually wasn't because I was focused on the wrong thing. I was focused on the number, on the scales. And when I get to there, then I'll be happy. So along the way, then between the drinks and the reels, I was like, right, this isn't moving in my favor. What's happening? And then I realized I could go and dig deeper and say, what is it? So for me, I figured out that weight gain was a symptom, not a cause. And along the way, I suppose what I'm transforming the most is my mindset, my energy, and the fact that 
I don't have to wear a certain size pants to climb the side of Carrick too. I'm going to do it because mm. I want to do it. Yeah. And I think it's all about, for me, it's finish lines and not finish times. I don't have to worry about when I get to that weight loss number anymore because I'm happy now. And that's, that's where... The key, that's the key message, yeah. I think, is that like, irrespective of whatever it is you're trying to transform in your life, that you need to be happy on yeah. on the journey of transforming it and not just, as you said, at the finish line. It's not, yeah. it's like there's so much to be happy with all the way along. But I couldn't figure that out you for the first year. Out, I was yeah. like, right, I'm mm. so successful. Pounds dropping, pounds dropping, pounds dropping. And naturally with weight loss, it is difficult. Things come into place and it's not always about eat clean, like X, Y, Z. Things go wrong and you can have a bad day. So now I've realized, pull all that back. That's part of it. But what else do I adore? And I, well, What are I, the things that are working for you? What oh, are the ones that you, that you lean on when you feel like things are getting too frantic? I kind of do it like, Joe, if you go to the doctor, you'll get a prescription. So I have a prescription in my head. If things go wrong, I'm like, right. Number one, I focus on the top part of my head, not the rest of my body. Mm-hmm. Don't be worrying about the legs and the arms. <laughs> if my head isn't right, there'll be no workout done. So I rely on the gym. I rely on the outdoors. So the more I move, I know the better my mood. Mm-hmm. If I'm ratty, I know my sisters were like, did you go for a walk today? I'm like, I didn't. And why would you say that? And then I'm like, oh, you're just standing on my back. Yeah, <laughs> because you just punched me in my face. <laughs> um, a water, a huge amount of water. If I shower the outside of my body, I shower the inside. It's like nearly petrol. Uh, take getting away from the phone as much as possible. If I can, if I'm finding myself full of anxiety and opening up. But not I easy. find therapy the best thing in the world. If a big thing, we'll get to the therapy in a sec, but if the big part of your life is... You know, you're an influencer, you know, mm-hmm. and this is your career. Um, how do you balance that thing of, of, oh God, I'm on my phone all the time, but actually it's my job, but it's wrecking me head. How do you do that? I think if I if I call myself out a bit more and be like, did you need to watch 700 TikTok videos on how to <laughs> air fry bronze? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all about, I suppose, balance and boundaries. And mm. if I'm going into bed, not to be scrolling, it's not the first thing I do in the morning. Do you know, like you said, wake up, pee, meditate, that kind of thing. Yeah. When, you were, when we did the show, you did it. That kind of thing. It's just all about calling myself out and realizing when I'm on it, be present when I'm on it. Mm. Not being on it when I'm present so in front of somebody so you're else. you're aware yeah. of when uh, you're on it. Yeah. And sometimes it's awful. I've 12 hours yeah. on it sometimes. Oh, same. <laughs> what do you get from therapy? I get from therapy answers that I thought I didn't have questions for. If that makes sense. I just, I, sometimes when I'm chatting, I'm like, no, it's all good. Life is great. And then I'm like, what do you mean? Um, I just find that I'm able to understand things better that when I do go to if I just say you get four bars of chocolate in the shop and you go home and there's no wrappers they're gone you're like what happened mm. it's all about kind of finding mindfulness and just resetting and going why did I do that was I bored was I anxious so I'm asking myself more questions I suppose I'm getting to know Trisha more than I've ever in my entire life in therapy that's yeah. amazing I always see it like it's, you're basically a lot of us drive cars but we yeah, we actually don't know what's under the bonnet we mm. wouldn't be able to know our way around the engine and I think the therapy can be like that where you're, you're you don't have to hit crisis point but it's just like looking under the bonnet and actually getting to know how your particular engine works and, and, to and know demystifying okay. a lot yeah, yeah. yeah that it's okay everyone feels kind of crap some days and that's fine yeah. just reset and move on and see what we can do Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am today